This is a production of the Gold Arrow Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Gold Arrow Camp Podcast, a podcast for friends of Gold Arrow Camp. Throughout the year, we join you to bring your day some of what makes Gold Arrow special. Our goal is to help you have fun, make friends, and grow throughout the year, not just when you're at GAC. Since we can't get together in real life, we gather here around the virtual campfire. We have some of your favorite parts of morning assembly and interviews with experienced campers and some of your favorite counselors. We think it's a lot of fun and we're glad you joined us. This is episode 40, where we're joined by a member of our awesome photography team. Say hello to April. You know, for a lot of parents, the only way they experience GAC is through their camper stories and the photos that we post daily online during the summer. Today, we're talking to one of the people who helps to make that happen. April was a photographer last year and a part of our photo video team. Uh, and she got to talk with me and we had a really good chat about how you make sure you get good pictures and how hard that team is working to post pictures of as many happy, smiling campers as they can every day. But it's more than that for April. She was also a first-time member of our staff, and it was her first year in the GAC family. And so she had some really good insights about what it's like to come when you don't know anybody and what it was like for her. Spoiler alert, she was scared just like campers might be scared when they come for the first time, and that's okay. But before we get to her interview and all those interesting things she has to say, I've been practicing guitar, and I'm here to share a new song for this summer about feeling wonderful. I hope you like it, and I'm looking forward to singing it with you this summer. podcast april what's up hi i'm so excited that you could join us thanks so much for coming on <laughs> you're welcome 
I guess for people who maybe don't know you or weren't at camp last year, to start with, could you maybe explain kind of what your relationship with camp is and how you came to Gold Arrow in the first place? Mm -hmm, Sure. Um, So it was my first year last year and I was on the photography team. Um, And I found camp. I basically applied to work at a camp like a lot of people in the UK do. And then they usually match you with a camp, but I decided I wanted to be in California. So I Googled um, like top summer camps, California or something like that. And Gold Arrow came up and I was like, oh, this place sounds really cool. Um, So I emailed Soy, I think. Probably. um, probably. And was like, hi, please hire me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and basically asked you guys to hire me, which is not what you normally do, but I was desperate. (laughs) Well, you know, it's one of those things that sometimes when people have taken the time to find us, and they say, hey, listen, I think this is really cool. That's I'm always intrigued by that because I think you've at least looked. It's not as though you're coming into it kind of cold. Yeah. Um, it just sounded like a proper like classic summer camp um, and like the, the classic summer camp experience to not sound cliche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think so that's interesting to me because from my understanding, like classic summer camp is not an English thing, right? That's not something. No, not at all. No. Um, so where had you kind of gotten that idea about a classic summer camp? Um, so I had I had a friend who worked at a camp in, I want to say Pennsylvania the year before. And um, she like explained it to me. She'd worked as a dance teacher. Mm. Um, and I'd been saying I wanted to travel because I was like taking some time off school. And she like explained it all to me and explained what like the summer camp experience was because all I'd like heard of it was like the parent trap, which obviously sure. isn't real. <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh, I, I have to do this. Like this 100% is something that I'll love. Um, and then just kind of looked into it more. Um, I looked into working at like a performing arts camp, but I wanted to do like the classic adventure. Like it's not like the performing arts camps were a bit um, like kids would go there and it would feel like they were working almost yeah, because sure. they no, were, absolutely. it was very intense. Whereas like gold arrow is an escape mm. from reality. Like it's not, you're not like striving to do one skill really, really right, well. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. an escape to just have fun and like have a good time. For sure. Um, yeah. Um, if you don't mind me asking, what do you study at school? I study media and performance. So basically um, acting, presenting, filmmaking, um, mm. that general media things. <laughs> okay. So did you find that taking pictures at camp, because like you said, you were a photographer, is that like an escape from your schoolwork or is it like an extension of your schoolwork? Um, it's sort of an escape. And like I, I watched Sefi a lot doing the video stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was learning about video things because I'd never done that. I came from the performance side sure. into the school program. Um, but photography, like we don't do any photography type stuff in camp and it is it is very different i guess i don't really know (laughs) that's fair um it's like both really like i learn about media and like um the industry from people at camp but it also is an escape sure like because it's very different from like having to create and like come up with ideas and like direct things yeah for sure and i think sometimes what we see when we get people who are in kind of digital media is they're really used to taking artistic pictures and manipulating stuff. And like, that's not what we're doing. It's, it's a very different thing for 
a lot of parents, and I don't know if you guys really feel this in the photo office, but I know it's true. A lot of parents, the only way they ever really see an experience camp is through the pictures you guys take, right? We're uploading a couple hundred pictures a day. And for a lot of parents, because our campers come on the bus and they go home on the bus, you know, it's one of those things. My wife came to camp as a camper for 10 or 11 years Mm -hmm. and her mom had had never been to camp. I think Bean had been involved with camp for 20 years before her mom ever set foot on the property um, because yeah. it was a long way away from where she was. And, and so that was difficult. And I think that's a tr- true for a lot of parents. It's we're remote. And so they experience camp through what you guys put up. So I guess I'm interested if you could talk a little bit about how photographers are choosing what to shoot and how you're making the determin- about de- determination about what to put up on the website. Could you walk us through that a little bit yeah for sure um so we want to kind of capture the entire camp experience so obviously we want to get every kid and every activity so no one's left out but we also want to get like the conversations that happen at the side so say people are on um like the climbing wall or something we still want to get the kids like start chatting or playing cards because that really shows the experience and I think in a way shows to the parents more of what's going on Mm -hmm. than them like standing on a climbing wall and like smiling at the camera um so I really wanted to um capture that as well mainly for the parents um but then obviously there is a lot of kids there so sometimes we can't manage that and I can tell how like I know how that could be frustrating to the parents in a way um like if they're not seeing their kid constantly but we try our very best to like have every kid and have like a photo as often as we can of every kid having a great time sure really to like assure the parents that they're fine and they're doing good um <laughs> and that they're happy so i guess on a practical level when you're shooting pictures at activity is it a challenge to get kids to look happy or are you just capturing <laughs> kind of what's happening naturally um sometimes you get some kids usually like younger kids who if you tell them to smile they'll deliberately not smile (laughs) (laughs) which can be a little bit frustrating but you know we like a challenge (laughs) and I think that's really where the kind of more candid moments of them chatting with their friends do come in Mm -hmm. because a lot of the time if a kid is camera shy I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable by forcing them to like smile awkwardly for me um so I think that's where it is important to grab like the behind, I mean, I say behind the scenes, but you know, <laughs> well, I <laughs> like, think it's, you know, a, a parent knows what a natural smile looks like. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. Um, as a photographer, you live in a cabin mm-hmm. with campers. And then when they're off at activity, you're obviously off shooting pictures. So yeah. you have a lot of kind of camper experience in it. Mm-hmm. It's not as though you're living separately. What was your favorite memory from camp this last summer? Um, I think with my campers, I, in session two, I had quite a lot of campers who were graduating Mm -hmm. and, um, we at appreciation sang, uh, Regina Spector song, I think called the call. Oh yeah. Um, And I I really enjoyed that because you could tell how much being at camp meant to those girls. And, um, obviously it was my first experience of it, but like hearing from them, they'd like completely grown up with it and how important it was to them that they were here and how kind of emotional they were about leaving sure was really like special to me to see how much like gold arrow had changed their lives really um 
and I think being able to share that moment with them and do it through music which is like something that I love and um like getting them to like come out of their shells a bit more in that as well um I really loved and that was really special I I think that um there are a lot of those moments that it, sure it's nice for us at appreciation campfire to have kind of older campers singing or speaking about the mm -hmm. moment but I think when you're in your position as a counselor and you're really in that and you're in there for the preparation and they're talking about why it's important I think that's even more incredible oftentimes yeah I mean when we found the song that we wanted to do um I don't think everyone had heard it and me and another girl in the cabin knew it so we sang it for them they were all like oh this like fully <laughs> says everything we wanted to say and I was like oh yes my heart right <laughs> all right so you're back in I would suspect not super sunny England not sunny at all. No. Um, you're back in the world of phones and the internet and TV mm -hmm. and cars and all that stuff. What do you miss most about camp? Um, just the kind of, I can't think of the word, like how close you are to people when you don't have technology there. Sure. We like, often call it a relationship, right? Yeah. Um, because I think as well, because of what I study and what I do I am using technology pretty much constantly um and I I was when I first came to camp I was worried about the no tech thing because I was so far away from home yeah for sure and I was like I like I don't know what I'll do like I can't contact my family but literally within days I was like no this is so good for me like being away from yeah. social media and being away from like work I guess um so I missed that and I lot. think uh, you know, we talk about it for campers a lot, this idea that in in the modern connected world, realistically, camp is maybe the only place until they're adults that they won't be in contact with their parents every day. Mm -hmm. We live in a world where we're in contact with our parents and our kids every day. And it's true for counselors as well. Like, you guys live in a connected world where you can reach out and talk yeah. to people every day. And by taking that technology kind of out of the equation... I think we build a place where uh, people have to learn to be more independent. Um, and it's it's a different kind of independence than camp taught 20 years ago. Um, but I think it's just as important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Now, I think it's, it's interesting because we haven't talked to a lot of people from the photo video office on the podcast. And so one of the things that is, I would suspect, maybe challenging for you guys is you still do work with technology, right? Every day. You're yeah. editing pictures, you're cropping, you're choosing the best ones, you're getting it uploaded. So unlike a lot of our staff can realistically go for 10 weeks and never see a computer screen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's not, but you guys are literally every day still working in that realm. Is that a challenge or, or not? Um, I think because it's not, we're using it for the practicality of the editing software, sure. not like we're not um looking on social media or like right. seeing like other like what other people are doing and like expectations of us and stuff we're using it solely to edit the photos yeah. and then to upload the photos which is like a different system to being online um so it is different i feel so it isn't a massive challenge okay. um you're tempted sometimes to be like, oh, I could just like check Instagram, see what people are up to, but in there. you don't. <laughs> I, I genuinely think one of the hardest jobs at camp in the summer is whoever has to do the Instagram and Facebook stuff. 
Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because like those things are designed to suck you in. The very smart yeah. people working at those companies that have designed the product so that if you look at it for five minutes, you'll look at it for 10. And mm -hmm. at camp that you're, I think it's, if you get sucked into that, you've ruined the whole experience. Like I don't, yeah, for sure. I don't want to think about what are the best pictures we have today. I don't want to think about like, what should we putting? I want to think about being in the moment with campers and staff and that community. I mean, you talked about it. It's a very tight community mm -hmm. and I don't, I don't want to get distracted by that. So I think that's one of the hardest jobs at camp, honestly. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what lessons or attitudes or practical things have you taken back to your regular life from camp? Um, so much, I think. I started school in September, like just after camp. And I think being in that environment where you have such close relationships with people and like, it kind of makes you realize like what's actually important yeah, and um, sure. how like how to make friends and not get sucked into these like like people who you don't really connect with like being mm -hmm. able to find like a real connection with people I definitely have used that and it has helped me a lot being in like a completely new environment um as well like I've just moved away from home so being away sure. for the whole of summer was a good practice for that <laughs> <laughs> and being in a place where I couldn't like just go home because I was missing it like being right. so far away so now I'm like a lot more comfortable being away from home um and I think just like the way that you treat people mm. like I think camp is a very kind of special environment of the way everyone treats each other and I learned a lot from like everyone who I met there and I'm trying to like bring that into how I am now um <laughs> trying my best yeah it's I think it's hard to do it in an environment that isn't camp yeah, it is difficult, yeah. It's Because as much as we would like to spread how camp is to the rest of the world, the rest of the world, you know, they aren't quite there. And so there's a lot more resistance. Whereas I think at camp, since everybody is in that mindset and mm -hmm. everybody is open and kind and friendly and looking to build people up, it it influences everything we do. And when you go back into the kind of the standard world, and you're like one, you're swimming against the stream a little bit and it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, um, oh yeah, go ahead. No, I just think if everyone can like try a little bit to bring a bit of camp yep. into the real world, if we all just do our best, then it's, it's all good. <laughs> we're not going to change it overnight, but we might change exactly. it in the end. Yeah. So you came to camp basically knowing no one, right? We had chatted and interviewed. Yeah. And other than that, I mean, it's maybe you meet some people on Facebook because we have a staff group there, but you don't really know anybody. I think no, for a lot of I'd met, um, I'd met Shami because okay. she goes to uni in like the place where I'm from. Okay. So we'd met once. But um, I mean, she was coming in cold but, too. Yeah, exactly. So we met just to kind of, so that we weren't both coming in completely <laughs> with nothing, but we didn't really yeah, know so, each other. So you had, you know, yeah. Like, yeah, you only met because you were coming to work together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think for a lot of campers, that's the single most terrifying thing about camp. Is yeah. I'm going mean, to go I mean, to camp. It's terrifying. I, I don't know anybody. Will I make friends? Um, will I fit in? Is everybody going to already know everybody else? Yeah. I was just hopeful that you could maybe speak to what campers could do, what you did to make it work. Because obviously you had a positive experience and camp was a lot of fun and, and you grew a lot. And we have the same experience with campers. Maybe could you speak to what advice you might have for campers in that same boat? 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was terrified coming in. I thought everyone was going to hate me. <laughs> but I think as long as you're open and you're yourself, like completely fully yourself, because that's what camp's all about. Like if you came in with some facade or like falseness about you, it would instantly be picked up on because that's not what camp is about. So I think as long as you're being yourself, you're open to new experiences, you're having fun um, and you're willing to get involved with people. Like I think if you went and didn't speak to anyone and waited to be like brought in, it's not gonna happen. Like I think as long as you go in, try to make friends, talk to people, everyone is nice. Like you're not gonna have a bad experience um, and just be as open as you can. You'll be absolutely fine. I, I was talking on the last podcast with I think Pancake and she said, you know, when she came to camp, she didn't know anybody. And, you know, she rode the bus and, and they sat her next to somebody who was from her cabin. She thought to herself, okay, deep breath. Say who you are to the person next to you. And, <laughs> and, and she did. And she's like, you're uncomfortable for 20 seconds. Yeah, and literally. Then, and then it's absolutely fine. Exactly. Then that person, <laughs> it turns out, is also uncomfortable. And so all of a sudden you have that in common. You're going to the same place. And I think you're absolutely right. You're, if, mm -hmm. if you can be uncomfortable for 10 seconds and tell your name to somebody you don't know, right? Which is in kind of the world we live in now with technology, especially it's rare to meet somebody brand new, I think. Yeah, I definitely. rarely meet somebody who I haven't interacted with in some way. And so, but at camp, you're going to meet a lot of people who you have never interacted with. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, that's hard. But the flip side of it is if you can be uncomfortable for 10 seconds, you might make a lifelong friend and yeah, at the very I minimum, mean, you're going to meet somebody new and you're going to share an experience. Yeah, for sure. Like some of the people I met at camp, I would say are like some of my closest friends for now. Sure. And like, that's because we, we were all in the same boat and we were open and talked to each other and became friends. And now like they're some of the strongest friendships I have. Like it's completely worth the awkwardness. <laughs> and it's not just like, I think a lot of people think, Oh, well, counselors are there for 10 weeks. Obviously they make like these huge friendships. I mean, we were talking to Jojo Friedman's mom and her whole birthday party was just people from her cabin at camp. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's I mean, wild. And and she was like, these girls yeah. are inseparable and that's awesome and cool. And it's, I love yeah, it. Literally. I mean, like, I get chills just talking all, about it. Yeah. Loads of my closest friends live on like completely, we all live on different places, like yeah. different continents, but like because of camp with we're so close to each other. And so like, it's such a special relationship and friendship that you make there. For sure. All right, April, it's time for the speed round. Uh. Five questions <laughs> we ask absolutely everybody who comes on the podcast. April, what is your favorite camp song? Oh, um, I like the Gold Arrow Camp song. Oh, an outstanding choice. It's got the Wada Wada in it, which yeah, gives you a chance like to throw Wada the twist Wada. a little bit. Sometimes it'll just like come into my head randomly <laughs> and I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> Favorite item on the salad bar? Uh, sweet corn. Okay. Mallows or popcorn around the campfire? Popcorn. I don't eat marshmallows. Fair enough. So popcorn. <laughs> uh, Favorite lip balm flavor? Um, Tangerine. Oh, Tiller Towards Tangerine. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. It's a great name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finally, April, what's your real name? Hmm. Oh, no. We're all out of time. <laughs> we'll have to have you back on the podcast again to answer that question. April, thanks so much for coming on the pod. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Why is it called Joke of the Day if it's not funny? Do you guys know 
why koala bears aren't actually bears. You see, it turns out they went to take the bear test and they were told that they didn't have the qualifications. And now, it's time for another Gaxpiration with Sunshine. Today's Gaxpiration comes to us from Mary Ann Rodmacher, who says, At first glance, it may appear too hard. Look again. Always look again. Well, that does it. That's another episode of the Gold Arrow Camp podcast in the books. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the show, by all means, rate, review, subscribe, share it with a friend. They're on YouTube now. If you go to our YouTube channel, you can find all of the past podcasts. So even if you know somebody who doesn't do podcasts on the phone or on the iPod, they can still do it. They just got to find YouTube. Uh, Also, thanks to April for coming on the show, joining us from literally halfway around the world, taking time out of her school schedule to chat with us about taking pictures in the summer. We really appreciate it. Until next time, I'm Soy, and I'll save a marshmallow for you.